morning, church. Uh, you know, thank you, Faith. Because uh, that's what it takes to serve the Lord. All of Amen. us. Amen. To God be the glory. And um, I want you this morning to pray for me. Well, you always pray for pre speakers, don't you? Yes. So this morning it's not a sermon, it's a speaking engagement. Okay. I am going to try to just give you a little bit of testimony and from that to see how God used this experience for me to come up with a little teeny bit of message for us all today. Amen? Let's bow our heads for prayer. Father in heaven, thank you for the reminder this morning. It takes everything to serve you. We appreciate music, Lord. We appreciate the voices you give to these wonderful ladies and to all who sing and encourage us from time to time. So now as we, as I wait on you, Father, you have gotten my request all week, all the week before and the week before and so on and so on and all those requests that came up to you from others, I pray this morning that you will grant them. And let me not be heard or seen, but let you be seen. And thank you for your Holy Spirit who will stand here and give the word, for I pray in Jesus' name, amen. amen. I have entitled this message, Helping Serving Hands. I guess it could be something else, but that's what I'm going to stick with this morning. Okay? <laughs> okay, earlier this year, my hope of ever traveling was dim. I was so sick. I've been sick for a while, as some of you may know. I've had some bad days. Oh, I don't know how to cry. I've had some tired days. I've had some weary days. I've had some sluggish days. I've had some just want to die days. But I've also had some good days. I've had some awesome days. I've had some pain-free days. I've had some hallelujah days. I've had some praise days. And whether they were good or bad, I learned to say, thank you, Lord. Your will be done. Amen? Amen. After my second fall in October of last year and feeling a little better, and after being out of the hospital, I was referred to UT Southwestern Department, Oncology Department. For more than four or five years, I have been diagnosed with this word I hardly can pronounce sometimes. It's the myeloma dysplasmic syndrome. Please don't hold me, kids. That's... It's a type of cancer that causes the bone marrow not to produce red cells. So I'm very anemic, always. A low hemoglobin count, I take an injection now every three weeks in my belly. Used to be every week or every two weeks to just help me or help my hemoglobin to 
have the scale eight and above. They say if you're a female, it should be 11 plus. Last October, when I went to the hospital, it was 6.4. I then had blood transfusion. But now, this awesome medical team hovers over me and treats me like family. They're so excited to see the progress I've made. Sometimes they come in and pray and encourage me, you'll be okay, Miss Hilton, and that helps a lot. So with three weeks slot, I decided to go to Jamaica. And only because my nephew Javon insisted that he would take care of me. My family wasn't sure about that, but he did. So we traveled together. The flight was perfect. God showed up with much grace and mercy. On arrival, a young lady wheeled me through customs and immigration with Javon watching her every move. I handed her a steps to Christ and a handsome tip as she wheeled me to my ride. She promised me she'll read the book. On the outside was my brother waiting to take us home, and that's a great blessing when you get to the airport and you have your ride, amen? On our way home, a call came in from one of my sisters that dinner was waiting for me. My brother had already brought drinking water, hallelujah, yes? Early next morning, our tenants who live in a section of the house woke me up to ask me to open the grill so they could start cleaning the house. I want you to know that was the first time I'm meeting them. I've never met them before. But I suppose they got some, they got some little encouragement from Casta. Okay. Uh, and so every morning before the husband went to work, he would come, they would come in and check on me to make sure that I'm okay. Later on, that morning, that first morning that I, I, I was there, a biker came up. Had, he brought me a bag of East Indian mangoes. Now, if you don't know about East Indian mangoes, you have to wait till you get to heaven. Because it's going to be on that tree. Amen? Yes. Bike taxes came every day, throughout the day. They brought breakfast and later on dinner and anything else. Another bike, biker would come up with a bunch of water coconuts. Day after day, I had company who brought me all the food I love and, and, and care for. Yellow yam, bananas, <laughs> cassava. <laughs> oh, friends. Bami, Aki and Sawfish. Uh, and so I told you before, day after day, that's how it was. My home was, my yard was a busy yard with bikers. Never happened like that before. Then my niece would come up and pick me up and take me to the beach or, or for shopping as needed. And the list goes on. One of my neighbors, Lily's sons, who checked on me daily before he went to work, 
He wasn't happy about the chair I, I sat on on the outside. So he summoned a biker to go fetch me a sturdy metal chair. Another brother came early morning to pull weeds from around the house so I would not trip on any of that. My brother Bibsy made my soup every Friday. Yes, in Jamaica, in my community, that's what we have on Fridays. Soup. I was so spoiled and I loved every minute of it. <laughs> the last week of my stay, Lisa came. That was a blessing. We made visits, even went to one of the preschool uh, schools that I used to go and read to the children. We dropped off candies. Why am I sharing all this with you, friends? I'm sharing to let you know that before I went down there, I had a lot of concerns. I was wondering, how's gonna, how am I going to do this, this? How is going to do this, this for me? And how am I going to do? And I just want you to know, God wanted me to know that his, my concern are his concern. And just like he promised, he would supply all my needs, all my needs. I'm telling you, friends. One morning, out of the three and a half weeks, I started making some oatmeal for breakfast. And by the time it was on the stove, a bag came. My, my sister sent me a bowl of oatmeal made with fresh coconut milk. So I just kind of scooped that to the side, you know, because this was good stuff. But that's how it has been all along, okay? These people, I never asked them for anything. I remember one morning I heard a voice in the front and this young man, Jeff, he came and in, in, he said, Miss Sweetie, that's what they all call me. Uh, I heard that uh, you're here and that you're asking for me. I said, yes, I was wondering if you were in the States or what. He said, no ma'am, but I come to let you know that um, whatever you want, you, you, just, you just ask me. I said, but Jeff, I really, I don't really need anything. He said, Miss Sweetie, I'm not asking you for money. I want you to tell me what it is you need so I could go get it. And so two mornings after that, he came with a bag of you name it. I was able to give away because I, I couldn't have them all. And that's how my three and a half week was. So I bragged on God. I tell everyone and anyone who listens, I managed only because of God. And none of this, none of those who, helped, who served me, I should say, that I had asked. They did it because they loved me. I didn't know I had so much love. They loved me, friends, and you haven't heard the half of it yet. I remember one day I was, I was just so desperate to, to go down, because we live on the hill, to go all the way down to the to the street, the, the, the little parochial road we have there. And I had to hold on to Javon's, uh, his shirt, while he pushed the wheel, the, the walker ahead of me. And when I got down there, I sat, and all these people passing by, on bikes, in cars, Miss Sweetie, you come. It just makes me feel so wonderful. That, you know that people loved and cared for me. Okay, 
When I was asked to speak, the Holy Spirit helped me to use this experience to write this message. From the book of Acts, we'll discover and have discovered that the early church had a good thing going. Is that true? Well, what made it so possible? They were so very successful. And I know it's because they loved each other. Can we say amen? amen? They served each other. They wanted so much to be so, to give God such glory that nothing mattered. They just had to serve those people in their community. Okay? They were called, they are called job crafters, one preacher said. And then Paul to the Galatians wrote in chapter 5, verse 13, you, my brothers and sisters, you were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge in flesh. Rather, serve one another. Rather, serve one another. Did you hear? Serve one another. So what does it mean to be in free in Christ? It means to serve one another humbly and in love. And remember last week's message, Philippians, not Philippians, Philemon, verses what? What are, the, what are the verses? There were three important verses or three verses that were brought on. Verse 4, did I say chapter? I meant verse. Chap, um, verse 4, verse 24 and 25. And what was the message in that? What was the message? It was all over in love, wasn't it? Yes, that's what Paul had for who? Onesimus? 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 Okay. That one. And then Galatians 5, 22 to 23 reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. You can say it with me, please. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And none of these things the policeman will come and get you for because they're all wonderful. Amen? When Jesus washed his disciples' feet, he showed them he did not come to be served, but he came to serve. You know, we too are blessed to have servers in this church. Amen. I'm only going to name a few. Those who come early to church to open the doors and to get the programs ready, they serve. Amen. Amen. Technology department, Amen. they serve. Those who clean up after church, Amen. those who cut the grass and, and, and shrub, Amen. and we could go on and on and on. Amen. Amen. We sing at times, I serve a risen Savior. I serve a risen Savior. You know, some songs, some songs, if we really don't take it to heart, we shouldn't sing them. Because we're saying, I serve a risen Savior. Serving means taking your head, your heart, your hands, your time, oh, I can't remember all, your means, everything to serve the Lord. Amen? Okay, I believe, this is my belief, that this year, this coming year in our church, starting 
July through June. Matter of fact, Sabbath School has already have their, they already have their program in place. So that's a, that's a great blessing starting in the month of June. Oh, Sister Martin is here today. Praise God. Amen. Okay. So uh, I believe that this can be the best year coming in the life of the Garland Church. Do you believe it? But you got to say it from the heart, friends. It has to be, just like the song is saying, it has to be from the heart. We have to believe it. Amen? Amen? Not only within our church, but also in the community. There's a chorus that goes, tell it, tell it wherever you go. Someone would like to hear the glad news you know. Tell it of a savior who died to set you free. Tell it wherever you go. All right? So I bragged about God and how he took care of me in Jamaica. And I thought, can God brag about me? Can he say to me, I have bragged about you to my father and how you're laboring for souls and doing the best, the best you can for me? Or, Will he say to me, Meryl, you brag about me because I've been good to you, but that's all you do. You do not serve me. No rewards for you. Poor friends, these are reality. Sometimes we feel as if we're not equipped to do the job we've asked to do. But friends, the Holy Spirit is ready to do whatever it takes with willing hearts and hands. The scripture says, Jesus will say, whosoever, whatsoever you've done to the least of these, you've done it for me. So with this message that we have, let's do something. Let's not just say it in our heads and our hearts, but let's do something, amen? I was also reminded of this story in Luke 19. I'm going to read it for you. Luke chapter 19. Please turn in your Bibles. Luke chapter 19. And don't get this one mixed up with the one that Christ gave, uh, that Christ gave this uh, parable about giving five talents to one and three to the other and one. This is different. And you know what? I've read the scriptures a lot, but I didn't even know there was a different one. So here we go, Luke chapter 19. And as they heard these things, you know, Christ was talking to them before and so on, uh, he added and spake a parable. Because he was nigh to Jerusalem, and because they thought that the kingdom of God would, should immediately appear. He said, therefore, a certain man, nobleman, went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants, this time ten, delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, 
Then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money, and that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Lord, thy pound had gained ten pounds. And Jesus said unto him, Well done. It's not really Jesus here, but it is Jesus. Thou, well, thou, thou good, thou good and good servant, because thou hast been faithful in very little. Have thou authority over ten cities? What a reward! What a reward when God gives us these gifts and talents, and we use them for His glory. He multiplies them. You believe that? Then to the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. And he said likewise to him, because be, be thou also ruler over five cities. And this is the one that really, you know, Christ went from the ten to the nine to the eight. It's not all written, but you know, we have to, you have to know that's what happened. Then he went to eight, then seven, six, Five, four, three, two. Then he came to the last one. And he said, and he came to, to the, the master and he said, Lord, behold, here is your pound, which I have kept up in a napkin. Well, you know, I kind of, I heard something about this napkin thing. You know, when we were growing up, and when someone died, there was a fancy little decorative napkin that's placed on the face of the person who, who dies, right? And so uh, I, I was trying to put this together where, so after, after you place it on, on the face of the person, he is going to be buried. So it's going to rot. It's going to rot. This handkerchief uh, wasn't even a clean handkerchief. This is a dirty handkerchief. I'm wrapping this up, for I feared thee, because thou art an asture man, thou takest up that which, which thou hast not down, and reapest what that thou hast not sown. And he said unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee. Thou wicked servant, thou knowest that I was an asture man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I do not sow. Wherefore thou, wherefore then gavest not thou my money into the bank, that at my coming I might have acquired mine own with usury? And he said unto him that stood by, Take away this pound, and give it to one of those who have Oh no, give it to the one that had 10 pounds. For I say unto you, that unto every one which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he shall, he hath shall be taken away from him. For though those mine enemies, but those mine enemies which would not that I should reign over them, bring hither and slay them before me. I don't want to comment on this anymore because I'm sure you got the picture. No, God gives us all talents. Can't say you don't have one. Every single person in this room 
has a gift or a talent from God. How we use it, if we use it to glorify his name, he will multiply. I know he will because that's what he promised, okay? So it needs no elaborating. And then while I was preparing this, one of the messages from the 40 days of prayer was um, given by Ted Wilson. You know who Ted Wilson is, don't you? Okay, and to the church he said, get involved. I'm going to just read a little bit of that. He said, we are living in a time of unprecedented change. God asked his remnant people, the Seventh-day Adventist Church, to prepare the way of the Lord, to receive the power of the Holy Spirit through the latter rain, and to be involved in his mission. It is time for the final loud cry, the proclamation of the first, second, and third angel's message. Each of us is called to partner with the heavenly sower, Jesus Christ, in participating in the mission of the church to proclaim God's last message of love, righteousness, redemption, and prophetic warning heralding God's soon return. Total member involvement means everyone doing something for the Lord. Everyone a sower, everyone involved in mission, everyone saying, Lord, yes, I will go and proclaim your word. And of course, the theme for the 2022 General Conference session is Jesus is coming, get involved. That is a message from the uh, president of our conference. Amen? Amen. So, so what do we do, friends? What do we do? God has all the tools to equip us for service. Do we believe that? Yes. So we need to seek out the lost. Amen? Amen? We need to get reacquainted with our loved ones. Amen? Amen? We need to not wait on others to reach them. You know, sometimes we say, oh, it's easier for somebody out there to reach the ones we love. And it's true. But because they mean so much to us, we need to make, to put our efforts in reaching souls for the kingdom. Let's do it ourselves. We want them saved. Amen? Now, I was having a conversation this past week with someone. And we talk about our young people, okay? This church, I think half of its membership is young, young people. If you would get the church directory and you would go about checking, you see that half of the church, young people or young adults, well, where are they? Where are they? And I've said it before, and we've said it. Are we going to wait until when the pastor comes, we give him the list of these young people for him to go out and bring, find, minister to them and find them to bring them back in? He don't even know them. These are our families. That's what we talked about last week. These, these, are, these children are ours. They're our family. We do we love our young people? Yes, we do. So if we love our young people, we need to reach out to them. 
And I'm just thinking, I don't know if this is what um, Sister Sarah is going to do, but I think one of these days he may call the church at large to come together to find out, to make plans, how we are going to reach our young people. And each of us, if we can reach one, just one friend, each one, just reach one of them. Can you imagine what would happen today? You know, can you imagine? Those who are in our church right now, we need to find a way to contain them here. The world is getting really messed up. We know what's going on. We heard about, we, we know what's going on, friends. And it's mostly young people, 18 years old, and they're, they're, being, they're being captured. Their minds are being captured by the enemy. You know, and even yesterday I was telling, had a, hours of, which, which is a blessing, hours of talk with my son. And I was telling him, you know, Jordan is not the age where they want to do sleepover and they want to do, I said, please, I'm begging you, cut out this sleepover mess because you don't know who's in that sleepover house. I said, you know, we need to start, we need to start thinking what it is that God wants us to do. And I said, Michael, you've been there before. You know what's going on with Micah only because of sleepover. So we don't want that to happen again. We want as friends, the folks we have in our homes and in our church, try with God's help to contain them here. Because Jesus is expecting us to do that. We have all the tools. We have all the tools. We have leaders here. I remember saying to someone last, this past year, I said, Brother Gonzalo and Kring, they have done all they can to bring young people grouped together. And sometimes it seems as if it's only it's only the one or two or three or four, but they never gave up. Amen. They stayed with it. Amen. Amen. Good to see you, Victor. You know, they stayed with it. And so, you know, and I said, Victor, Victor and, and, and Michelle, and maybe soon, should I say, maybe soon their children will be up here. And when they come, you know what, friends? We better love them into the kingdom. We need to love them into the kingdom. This morning while I was listening to the children's story, and when uh, Janet said, um, you know where war started in heaven? I saw Zap. You know, he couldn't believe that war started in heaven. And that's a holy place. And right now, there's war around us. I don't mean to make this a, to make this a, a it's not a message to, to beat us up, because I'm, I'm part of it. I'm, in, I'm involved. I'm involved in this. And so whatever God has placed on your heart to do, you know, come up with programs and bring it to the church and let God use you for his glory. You know, we have young people here who should be, should be taking over the, the service and 
taking over the, when I was growing up, do you think old people, old people like me were up in front doing stuff? It was all young people. You know, we have, we have, we have, we have not lost them. They're still around, but they need, we need to help the parents. You know, so a lot of parents like me, we have messed up, right? We have done things or we haven't done things. But you know what? God has given us today and he has given us life. And we need to use that to his glory. Amen? Amen. We have a group of young people who will be going to NDAA next year. Now, because they're going to NDAA doesn't mean that they're not ours anymore. Right? They will still be ours. So we keep in touch with them. And now it's for us to bring a new group in, okay? We appreciate the staff here so much that this year they have served these children, all right? So, uh, why am I babbling? I'm babbling, I'm sorry. But you know, I just wanna say, we have a, we have a purpose. What's our purpose? Our purpose is to serve God. No matter what jobs we have, no matter what, whatever we have, we need to, the song says we need to take time. We need to use our time, not just our talents, but our time. We need to use it to serve the Lord. And I want to hear, you know, I brag about God all the time. And I've heard testimonies all the time how God's been good. God has been good to you, friends. Let God brag about you. Let God say, oh. Father, I can brag about these people because they are on a mission for me. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, friends, if this is your desire from your heart, from your heart, if this is your desire to make a difference this year, like I told you before, I believe this church can flourish this year. It can flourish with young people. And I am just asking you, if you are ready to take this challenge, I know some of us have aches and pains, but stand with me. Stand with me in saying, Lord, you're going to help me. I can't do it on my own, but you're going to help me. And you know what? God will show you a way. Do you believe that? He will show you a way. And let's not be selective about who we are going to witness to. We need to reach out to every single, every single one. And I wish, Brother Marlon, I wish that. You know what? I'm going to do this this week. I'm going to make a list of all our young people in this church. And I'm going to, by God's grace, let's hope my computer stays together. <laughs> you remember what I told you about a computer and bring it to church so this will be a, you will have this list and you're going to pray for these young people every single day how about that friends if you've made mistake in the past Jesus says what mistake forget about that today is the day you know today is the day do something for him and reach out to the community as best as you can because God wants us not only to serve here but he wants us to serve out there amen let's bow our heads please 
Our Father, thank you so much for the reminder why we are here. We're here to serve, not only with our heads, but with our hands and our hearts. And, and Lord, we don't know how to. Sometimes we just don't know where to go, how to go about it. But this day, you promise the Holy Spirit will give us all what we need. You did it for those 12 ungodly disciples. They were so mixed up and messed up and you gave them power. You gave them power to cast out demons. So we depend on this power to empower us, Lord, that we will work for you, service for you, reach out to our young people, reach out to the community. And when we are called to do, Lord, help us to go with willing hearts and willing hands. For we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.